This is Ethos Youth Center, and we are bringing you the WiseCast. All right, let's do this. Uh, You're listening to the WiseCast. I am your host, Tyson, and today I have two guests. Um, we are still in COVID-19. We are still kind of with the stay-at-home thing. Um, so, guests, what are your names? Tiana. Twidward. <laughs> Tiara. Patrick. No, no. Tiana. Tiana. Twidward. <laughs> oh, Tiana. And Spongebob. Squidward. Squidward. That's what I meant. That's what you meant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice to have you on here. Um, glad you guys could join us. Yeah. Um, Tiara. Yes. If you could, Tiana. Tiana. If you could share a little bit about yourself. Okay. I'm um, 16. I do nails. I'm a junior in high school. Um, like, cool. What are, so your passion is uh, yeah. nails. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. I like it. Yeah. Awesome. Patrick. Yeah. Um, Squidward. I'm 16 as well. What are you going by again? Squidward. Squidward. Okay, I haven't changed it even once. So I, no. That's why I'm so confused. <laughs> I, I'm just having fun with it. <laughs> then I literally confused myself. No, you're confusing me. Which way? This way. I need my toes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> tell us a little, the blue one. a little bit about yourself. Um, you're, kind of, you're kind of a seasoned veteran. for. <laughs> I've been on here a couple of school. times. Um, mm-hmm. My name is Squidward. Well, almost just said my actual name. I'm also 16, and I'm a sophomore in high school. Um, I don't really, ha- I don't know what my dreams or passions are yet. Hopefully, really I will art. soon. Um, yeah, I like art a lot. I don't know if I want to make a career. You're quite the designer. Yeah. I don't know if I'd make a career of it, but... Well, you've designed a few of your own pieces of apparel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like shirts and design graphics and I've done chosen some, the women's cut. I've done some things for some places in town. You've won some awards. Huh? Go check awards. out... Uh, yeah. Go yeah. check out some uh, cool coffee bags. That's <laughs> right. No, it's huge, dude. Port Expresso, their coffee... Coffee bean bag designed by none other than Squidward. Oh, well, it does Squidward. kind of say my actual name on the bag. So, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and find out for yourself. target audience because they have to figure out for themselves. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, or you have to go visit Pony Expresso of Mariposa, California. And, oh, and the name of Taylor. So you have, to find, you have to find the name in the back. Yeah. Order their coffee. Highly yeah. recommend. I should know a lot. The thing. artist's name is hidden in the graphic. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. We actually, that's kind of an ad block. We just totally promoted... Because we don't know our target. Our, our audience could be all around the world. We love so them. hopefully they oh, wow, order some that. Pony Espresso. Oh, do it. Give do a it. shout out to Bill. So good. It's really yeah. bomb coffee. It's uh, We actually went there today, but then sadly they were we didn't make it in time before closing. Yeah. But it's micro uh or or he cooks it himself. Yeah. I don't even know how it's <laughs> roasted. Himself. It's micro roasted. <laughs> he's he's doing small batch roasting essentially, so yeah. it's like it's delicious. It's great. Great stuff. Anyway, um <laughs> Tiana. Yes. Back to you. I apologize. We got distracted. So please, um, is there anything else you'd like to share about yourself? So you're a junior. Yes. Um, you're the ripe age of 16. Mm-hmm. And this person next to you is a sophomore. You two have known each other for about six months. It's what? Six months? How long, how long you? Oh, since long. she was six months old. I, yeah. Yeah. Actually, you've known each other even before that. That's true. Within days of being born, you guys yeah. know each other. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you guys are kind of tight like that. Yes, definitely. Tight like for sure. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> okay. Cool. Right on. Um, so uh, yeah. So I interrupted you again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to get somewhere with this. So interesting thing about I know a little bit about your narrative. Um, you are a junior, mm-hmm. and you're possibly looking at graduating at early. 16 years old. At 16 years old this year. Yes. Yeah, I just. So you're I not a junior, really. You're like a it. you're like a junior on steroids. Yeah, right. I guess that's a good way to explain it. Okay. Yeah. So tell um, tell us a little bit more about your uh, your 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 roiding out. Well, okay. <laughs> so I take online college classes, which I just think it works better for me. Being online, it just it's easier for me, and I like like being in my own space and doing it. It's a lot easier for me to like concentrate and get stuff done and actually learn. And this was so. before the zombie apocalypse thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, I've been doing this since last summer. Cool. So you're so, so you're you're so far ahead of the game. So you're mm-hmm. not you're just gonna be like you know I'm out. Mm-hmm. You know it's interesting because I was looking at statistics. 
because uh-huh. I'm trying to learn more about Gen Z. Mm-hmm. I'm really fascinated and inspired by your guys' generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, I found a statistic that 40, 43% of teens prefer a digital approach to learning. This yeah. was before the pandemic. Yeah. And I say that because it's interesting that that's almost half the population of teens. Mm-hmm. And you have, I mean, you guys were born into a reality of technology. Mm-hmm. Like, you are the first generation that can't imagine life without yeah. technology. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And I do agree with that because, I, sw- I don't know, what do you think? Do you like being online better, too, or do you like being in school? Well, on a, well, this thing has made me realize, because I'm not used to doing it online at, like she is, because I just do all of my classes in in school, you know what I mean? And um, even though I do have, like, a Merced College credit sort of class, it's actually through an actual class. So we do stuff online, but we're still doing it in the classroom with other students. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's definitely different. When we first started off, I really didn't like it. I just wanted to go back to school because I'm not used to being home all the time. Yeah. I have a pretty busy, busy yeah. schedule, you know what I mean? And so it's yeah. definitely different, but as I'm doing it, I'm learning to like it more. Yeah. yeah. And I'm yeah. trying to get used to it. It's just weird to think that I still have two years to go, and and we're the same exact age. And, I know. And well, you're almost out of there, because you already got all your credit and everything. Yeah, it's crazy. a dual credit. Like, if, so I if she went to go back, back to school, school, a JC, I would already have those credits done. Yeah. They, it's a dual credit. So you'd have your so, AA, like, yeah. and, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, in the 90s, we that was kind of an option, but it was, like, for the really wicked smart people, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, they were, like... It wasn't for people like me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just a very different approach because they they had to physically show up to the college, whereas you guys yeah. now are doing a lot online. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's crazy because of the pandemic. Now everything has been online. It's mm-hmm. weird. Well, yeah. it's so like I'm really curious as to the direction of academia across the board because you guys have unlimited access mm-hmm. to any information, 24/7. Yes. You can take a history class on YouTube that will wrap up an entire semester. Mm-hmm. in 10 minutes it's, yeah there really is the pros and cons to ha- doing it online I feel like right now because sometimes I'll have um like the other day I just had the motivation to work and so I was like wow I'm gonna get some work done and then I get on my laptop and the wi-fi's out and it's not working yeah. you know? yeah. and, so and you're like why why god why like, well, I had a chemistry like zoom call <laughs> with my class you know yeah. and I'm trying to get on so that I can learn about this because I'm not quite understanding it and I can't even access it because the Wi-Fi's out. So yeah. it's just a less, it's more unreliable. Yeah, that's but then there's thing. also things that I like that sometimes I can concentrate more without people being around me and talking to me. I can get work done. So yeah. it's just, it's strange. Yeah, that's another thing about being online because <laughs> you go at your, like you can start whenever you want. Yeah. You have to have like, so you have to be able to push yourself to do it. You have to be motivated and driven. You don't have a driven. teacher telling you what to do in class. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which is really interesting because, uh, I mean, it's interesting because the inductive setting of school, like, I mean, mm-hmm. sitting in class with a class of 30, 40 people looking at a chalkboard. Mm-hmm. Sorry, they don't have chalkboards these days. But looking at a whiteboard or looking at your digital board or whatever, inductive, like, that's a very, that's like a specific style of teaching. And it's mm-hmm. interesting because you guys are already learning ahead of what you're being taught in some ways, in some aspects, yeah. if you're interested or curious. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it's, you know, it's like, so it has huge implications on the direction of where academia is going to go, right? And mm-hmm. so paint me a picture of what it looks like when you're studying or doing at your work. At home? At, yeah. Or sitting in, in my bed. <laughs> yeah. On my Chromebook, just doing my homework, just sitting in my bed. You're just Literally. doing your work, yeah. sitting on your bed, on your Chromebook. With TV probably going. Okay, keep yeah. going, keep going. So on the TV's phone. going. Music, either one. Or honestly. music, and yeah. or, or both. Yeah, yeah, sometimes both, yeah. You're texting people. Mm-hmm, Snapchat, Instagram, all that. <laughs> okay, no, that's the picture I need you to paint, because yeah. I'm getting at something, because you're not just doing work. Yeah. You're absorbing and retaining other information mm-hmm. and sensories. That, yeah. like, you're listening to music, you're talking to friends, you're doing your homework, you're consulting YouTube, you're mm-hmm. snapping, right? you're doing all these multi-sensory, multi-direction, multitasking, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know how long um, a goldfish, how long 
of an attention span they have? The same as me, probably. I don't know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> short. No, it's actually longer than you. Oh wow. <laughs> the average goldfish has an attention span of like nine seconds. The average attention span of Gen Zers is eight seconds. Right now, in this, and I don't say this as a negative. Like I'm not trying to do it. Like in, yeah. like it's fascinating. Like I thought it was. I would have predicted less than that. Because frankly, I'm. You know, I was born and raised in the 90s, essentially, yeah. and uh, my attention span is five seconds, so I got you yeah. all beat. Um, but I think it's just interesting that, like, that's the average, Why? whereas millennials, the average attention span was 12 seconds. Yeah. The millennial millennials, when they were in high school, was doing an average of 30 minutes of homework a day. We're doing, like, you three guys, and a half hours, three. Yeah, but the average, you guys are doing 45 minutes. And so what they do, Ooh, they take... More. That's You guys are actually, <laughs> really, you guys are doing more yeah. homework than your parents or the adult culture yeah. telling you you need to do your homework, right? Uh-huh. And so it's fascinating because you guys are also yeah. learning. This has huge implications on the on adolescent development. Like we're seeing brains develop and parts of the brain going off like we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's interesting because adult culture um, critics critiques criticizes the unknown, or oh, we as humans do. Yeah, we criticize. We're that of which we're afraid of and so it's interesting how like that like you guys have the potential to have such huge impact it's kind of exciting yeah for sure yeah. anyway i'm talking a lot more than usual i'm so sorry <laughs> i just am excited about some of the statistics and you know the goldfish one, that's interesting yeah wow so um I thought it was. I thought I was making a funny joke, saying it was the same as. Well, I, I found this great, this great website. It's called WeAreGenZ.com. It's great. You guys should go. Adults go learn about this generation. Uh-huh. Um, but I think it, it's so crazy because we're so early with this generation, you know, and like you guys just has so much possibility and so many implications on 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 the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Anyway, I should probably. I want to know a little bit more about. Your dreams and ambitions. So you're you're already looking at 16 years old. You're gonna graduate high school early. You're like, I'm out, deuces. High school sucks. Yeah. Um, and I love painting nails, but yeah. yet I also, you have sounds like you're okay. interested in business. You a said? business, some sort of business. Of some you want to create? Okay, well also I just wanted to say, not only does she paint nails, but she does them fantastically. She has clients, and she's 16. I just want I just wanted to say that because I know she wouldn't shout it out for herself. Which is crazy because well, you're a natural entrepreneur, and that's what they're saying about this generation. Exactly. Is you guys are a generation of entrepreneurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though she can't do it right now because of yeah. the Corona, Rona, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like being her guinea pig. I get to have my nails done. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's been my guinea pig since like yeah. seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, when so, it really started really bad. When we were uh, like eleven. <laughs> yes. So this yes. is so this has kind of become a hobby, but now people are like, oh my gosh, would you please do that on my nails? I will pay yeah. you money. Yeah. Just like uh, turning into businesses. Thinking, uh, uh, Patrick. Squidward. Squidward. Patrick. Gosh, dang it. Anyway, um, you do henna. Oh yeah. And people are like, hey, come do henna. We will pay you to do henna. You design graphics. You are already making money doing some of these things, right? Mm-hmm. Like hobbies turn into a business. Seventy-six percent of Gen Z hope they can turn their hobbies into full-time jobs. That's interesting. Seventy-six percent. That's huge. Which makes amount. sense, though. You guys are kind of already doing that, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Honestly. And then you guys, t- I hear you guys geeking out, nerding <laughs> out with your geek out about like starting a business together and stuff. Yeah, so. we talk about it all well, the time. Well, we don't know. Well, what? then again, like we also talk about coffee shops because we have lots of. Well, maybe it's just mm-hmm. this whole quarantine thing that's gotten us so excited about it but we've been like experimenting with all these drinks and stuff every day like right now sitting in front of us what do you have a ginger peach tea with vanilla right vanilla bean yep yep and then i have a um what's this a dirty chai latte with cinnamon it's so good and i have an upside down dopio campana that's delicious and where did we go to get this my kitchen your kitchen because you have a espresso machine yes how to make amazing drinks you can be like starbucks get out (laughs) (laughs) i love it (laughs) cool so yeah kaylin tell us more you said both of our names. Good job. Gosh dang it. <laughs> Actually, I can rewind that and edit that. I'll okay. edit that. You'll do that later. Unless you don't care if I say your real name. Okay. I mean, it's kind of fun. It's kind of a game. Like, people don't care if they hear your real name. Anyway. Um, 
rambling. Ninety percent, ninety-six percent of Gen Zers own their own smartphone. Yeah, do. That's it's sitting right here in my lap. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Well, okay. Let's uh, real talk, as if we weren't mm -hmm. talking for real already. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to impart your wisdom to an adult about youth culture, what would that be? Is that we care? We care. Is that you care? Yes. What do you mean that you like, care? Which is, I have more statistics for that, by the way. I can't, yeah. That's why I'm like, oh wow, you're walking right into this, girl. Well, a lot of people think that like this isn't pre-raised, by the way. We do like type out a dialogue, <laughs> like or a script. Like this is kind of cool. This is kind of great. All right, go for it. Yeah, no, like we actually PR. care. Okay. A lot of us do. I just feel like yeah. Um, this is a discussion that her and I had earlier um, when we were talking about this. Just a little closer. It's, um, a I don't know. I feel like a lot of adults think that most teens just, like, are carefree. But, yeah, I'm scared for the future. Like, no, I do sure. care. I think about it all the time. Wow. And I feel like that's part of being, like, an overthinker is because we actually, like, really do <laughs> Maybe care. that's just us, but yeah, and that's part of, like, your character. Yeah. Like, if you think about it. That's well, and I think part of that is, like... I mean, we're all um, subject to our environment, right? Mm -hmm. We're subject to our culture. Mm -hmm. And you guys, like, you know, I was born into a family that didn't have internet access. So traveling to another country was, like, inspired by National Geographic. Yeah. You guys are born to where you're, you have more in common with a teenager in China and England and Australia mm -hmm. than you do with adult culture. Yeah. Which is crazy, and you've never mm -hmm. necessarily come within physical contact or, or geographic location with those teenagers, but you have more in common with them because of this access, yeah. right, yeah. through technology. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so you guys so are kind of inheriting some of the cultural issues and, and multi-stimulus that can kind of create, because they're saying that you, this generation is also has a lot of anxiety. <laughs> very true. Right? Very, very true. And it's kind of weird to think about, like, what causes it? Well, I'll tell you this much. Adults aren't doing a very good job of of addressing or educating it. Why? Because no one yeah. prepared us to raise a generation of tech-fused young people. Mm -hmm. Like, we didn't, we weren't prepared for this. Yeah. But now we're like, oh, beep, we need to figure this out, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so I think that's what's so interesting about, you know, that's why I'm fascinated with these conversations that you guys have because yeah. you guys are so concerned about all these things that are out of your control. Exactly. And yet adults are saying, grow up, but they're not let, necessarily giving you a voice to grow up. Or if mm -hmm. you do say anything, you're kind of written off. Yeah. All right? Um, but yeah, you guys are very concerned. So Gen Z, there's about 76... Uh, wait, no. The United States is made up of uh, 328 million... Well, people, right? No, wait, how much is Oh, man, yeah, that's how many people are in the United States. I can't remember the statistic. Anyway. Um, during 28 million? Is that it? No, that can't be right. No, anyway, it doesn't like matter. Is that? Yeah, 76 let million. Me ask, let, wait, wait. Let me ask Siri. Let me ask you. Siri. I looked yeah. it up on Siri. Google. Um, how many people live in the United States? She's not, she's not talking, dude. It's 3.8 million. 3.8? Wait, no. Siri says... Well, that's, that's 3.8 million square miles. I'm confused. How, well, just ask Siri again. The population, 328,239,523. Yeah. Okay, so I was right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. of that many people in the United States, 76 million of them are Gen Zers. The wow. population said to be, for, by 2020, by this year, mm -hmm. uh, worldwide... Gen, uh, population is 2.56 billion people are Gen Zers by 2020. What? And I say that because that's a huge statistic, and that's the huge consumer, yeah, well, of the world, yeah. And of, but of the United States, that's huge, right? And so yeah. I say that also because 60% of Gen Zers want to have impact. That's huge. 60%. That has huge, like, and then 76% of Gen Z are concerned about humanity's impact on society. So this is a common thread among our teenagers and young people. Fascinating, because I think 
perspective of adult culture isn't that. And so as I listen to you guys and I watch you guys wrestle with your anxieties and concern, yeah. you guys are legitimately concerned. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's interesting because you guys, they're saying that this is a generation of activists because you guys want to change things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's one of your biggest concerns? Not being able to be successful in life, like when I grow up. Hmm. Like not being successful. That's like my biggest fear. How do you define success? Hmm. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Doing I mean, what you truly love. Having like a job that you enjoy that's stable. Yes. I want a stable job. That's why I'm saying... I like taking an art path. I feel like it's either successful or it isn't. It's like really funky. Yeah. I don't know. It's unpredictable. I, it's unpredictable. It's unstable. Yeah. But I also think Income. that. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. struggling the the starving artist. It's always kind of like that. That's yeah. why I was Stare saying like that. even though it would be a fun hobby to have on the side, I don't think I'd make yeah. a career of it. Yeah. yeah. That would be a good thing to do like but, with another but yeah. job. Yeah. But how do you define a career? I, the reason I say that is because I'm sitting here listening to the two of you mm-hmm. and you're doing hobbies that you're passionate about, you love doing, and people are paying you to do that. Yeah. And then you're saying you have, a desire, you have a desire to go into business. So it's interesting that we view being an artist as separate from being successful in business or balanced. No, but there definitely are successful artists who have made careers out of it. I'm just just not all of them yeah exactly it's not like being a nurse like those are like that's like a job that i don't know how like, it's like it's really weird like it's already it's, a set job for you yeah. to do i would say this not generation has own. a desire for good quality mm-hmm. also that's another interesting thing you guys would rather play pay for a really good product mm-hmm. as opposed to millennials would rather pay for for a good experience right yeah like you guys true. yeah you know what i mean so which good product also has to be inviting and creative mm-hmm. about this generation. So I think it's interesting that it's like, which means that like, you guys, there's a need for creatives, meaning people who create uh-huh. artists. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to, you know, I think a lot of, I think sometimes we corner artists as, oh, you're a painter or you're a sculptor. Or mm-hmm. you're this or you're that. Like, I'm an artist. I've been an artist all my life. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And I've, I've created more content over the last three year or four or five long pathoses than open than I ever have in my life. Yeah. Like, I've created so many logos, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of logos and graphics. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just in a different context. And I've been a part of, you know what I mean? So I've created, been a part of creating things. Ethos, a space for young people. That's mm-hmm. all creation, but it's collaboration con- creation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Young people. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I think so. I wouldn't actually limit your desire. Yeah. As an yeah. artist, you know what I mean. Sure. So I don't know. Anyway, that's I feel like that's kind of an inspiration that you you guys your generation is kind of like instilled. I'm like, dude, that is like you guys have a very <laughs> bigger picture, holistic perspective of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thank you for that. And actually, especially this year, that's been brought a lot into school. They ask us a lot of thi- a lot of things about that, and we've been filling out and discussing things like that at school, what we want to do when we grow up, which I think is cool because it really makes you think about it a lot. But it's just not it's something scary to decide. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It is. Yeah. I, and I feel like a lot of it now, like they're pressuring you to do it a lot sooner, like. Freshman yeah. year, they're having you write out papers like so. What yeah. you want to do, and you have to like know what take you want to do. Take this classway um, through high school yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. Like which, you have to be like prepared a lot. You know what which I mean? is really interesting stuff? because I would encourage you to not fall into that trap of adult culture. Yeah. Because it's those are that that's what happened to us in our culture in a lot of ways is we were always asked and told what do you want to do when you grow up, mm-hmm. and I would say that should not be the question we're challenging you with. Mm-hmm. I think the question should be. Who's the person you want to become? And then I would even throw in there the why. My brother yeah. <laughs> has challenged me with that question, but why? Yeah. Who's the person you want to become and why? Like, like otherwise, you're going to end up in 
you know, like making doing a job that makes lots of money, but you friggin' hate. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you have to oh, you know, job. I thought I was yeah. gonna be a marine so, biologist from the time I was five until like two years ago when I found um, when I discovered my fear of swimming with fish and seaweed. Well, you know, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, she she's seaweed. Oh, yeah. she freaks oh, out. Okay, love going to the beach, going out in the ocean. That is terrifying. Yeah. Okay, marine biologist, that's a no-go. Find it so interesting. Sorry, <laughs> not gonna happen. Those who do it, you're awesome. Yeah, not for props me. to you. I love the science behind it. I don't want to go out in the ocean. Jesus. <laughs> Thinking about it right now, my stomach is turning. Yeah, Like that's hilarious. You know what this discussion makes me think about, actually, is I don't know if you've ever seen the B-movie. Anybody out there who hasn't seen the B-movie, you probably think Wait, I'm crazy. the B-movie as a cartoon? Yes, yeah. as in a cartoon. Oh. You know the one scene? Yes, it's awesome. It's like the one scene, they graduate from high school. Don't they do it in like five minutes or something? They go yeah. through this super fast class and then they're all, choose your career. And they have like oh, yeah, 10 yeah. seconds to do it or something. And they get he gets so stressed out and he just chooses one that he doesn't like. And yeah, I don't know. He get, he's stuck. Yes. Yeah. It makes me think about it. Like <laughs> how, I don't know why I'm relating it to a cartoon. And if anyone out there yeah. hasn't seen that movie, you're probably so confused right now. But it's no, I, a, I'm sure a lot of people, the majority of people have seen it. And if they haven't, they're going to well, now. No, <laughs> he's got like three seconds to choose his whole life's career. Yeah. 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 Which kind of like, that's kind of how I feel right now. I feel like I'm running out of time even yeah. though we got years. <laughs> exactly. So, okay. This was all inspired by the question, um, if you were to impart your wisdom to an adult about youth culture, what would that be? Is we care. Mm-hmm. Like young people, youth culture, they do care. Yeah. Um, which is great. That you care about your future, you care about your career, you care, you know, are you a hard worker? Sounds like you care about these world issues and topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, like, I want to do so much. <laughs> I also feel like like my anxiety gets in the way of a lot of things. Sure. And it stops me from doing things that I want to do. Coping is a skill. Yes. And I have to learn how to like figure out how to like, get over that. You know? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. No, that's I mean, that's really insightful and introspective, right? Mm-hmm. Um but that too is a learned skill mm-hmm. and process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's great in a lot of ways that you're already developing that. Yeah. Well, at the same time, it kind of breaks my heart. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like to freeze at such a young age and yeah. to be so like, you know, yeah. to live in shame or fear is not yeah. a good way to live. It just right? feels it's like a lot of people like that too. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's just a lot of pressure on the subject, even though there's What's no one in my life. I don't know, being successful, growing up, finding a career pathway. I feel yeah. like there's a lot of pressure on this subject, even though there's nobody that's even pressuring me about it. Directly. Exactly. I, I feel so much pressure about it, but there's no one directly asking me all the time or telling me all the time. It's just my own my own thing, I guess. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if it's... Well, I don't know. I mean, I think it's... I mean, it's not just your own thing, because it's not just you as a young person. Wrestling. Yeah, you're right. Right? I mean, it's like... I This is a theme constantly, and it's so fascinating, because I'm always tripping on it, because I'm like... I'm, you know, I'm almost 42 years old, and I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I'm serious. Yeah. Like, I'm I mean, like, I'm just psyched that I fell into a position that, you know, an agency that wanted to pay me, and then I found out I have a retirement, and I'm like, oh, dude, I got yeah. retirement. Sweet. Yeah. But I think that pressure, like, I, I would say just, I mean, it all falls into place but I think it's also scary because the gap between the rich or the wealthy and the the poor not just the poor but um you know the middle class Mm -hmm. the chasm is drastically increasing Mm -hmm. which falls on inequity you know unfair unjust Mm -hmm. so I think that's kind of a reality that you guys are also growing up into and adopting right these Mm -hmm. issues Mm -hmm. like it's never okay when 1% of the population, mm-hmm. you know, controls and owns 65% of the world's wealth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I might, I get numbers confused, so I might have <laughs> gotten <laughs> off the pit ground. <laughs> but it's a ridiculous increasing amount. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I think it also gets a little more complicated in that way. But you guys care? Yeah. Passionate about these things. And that's yeah. what I love. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so heavy. Um, another question. Action.
Behind every shirt is a story. A program which started at Ethos Youth Center, Pathos Screen Printing supports young people. And builds community one shirt at a time. We don't only print on shirts. We do athletic apparel, hats, koozies, and bulk orders. We can do orders big and small. Business to business contracts are welcome. Pathos invests 100% of its profits back into youth in our community. Call us at 209-742-4257 for a free quote today. Again, that's 742-4257. We are located at 5174 Highway 140 at the four-way stop across from Chevron Gas Station in Mariposa. Check us out at pathosscreenprinting.com. Um, social media, what do you, which one do you prefer? Snapchat, probably. Snapchat, Instagram. Yeah, I like Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, why? And TikTok. Actually, TikTok. this. Goes okay, back. I was wondering about that. Okay, TikTok. TikTok. I spent hours on TikTok. It's crazy. I know. I was laying in bed watching TikTok. And, and my my partner's like, hey, you gonna come to bed? I'm like, why? You just got on here. She's like, you've been watching TikTok for an hour. Yeah, you've been watching TikTok for an hour. Okay, okay. the thing about it is that so. the videos can only, the longest the video could be is 60 seconds. And Stupid. the shortest it could be is like five, you know? So you can just scroll and scroll and yeah. scroll for it's silly. hours. Yeah. It never ends. And yeah. it's, that's probably why our generation loves it so much is because we got the attention span less than a goldfish and these videos are <laughs> Dude. are that short. So th you can just get hooked into a new one every time, all on a different subject, all something new and interesting. And you can't even post a video longer than 60 seconds, no, you seconds can't. on Instagram. Like, yeah. It's just not even an option. Like, no, so you have exactly. to do so much content into 60 seconds. It's it's crazy. Anyway, yeah. so you prefer so Snapchat. Uh, like, like, break it down, Barney style. Someone who's never been on Snapchat, what is Snapchat? Well, I tried to teach my mom how to use it the other day. The only thing she knows how to do. Come on, dude. You think she's going to listen to this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, good thing. No, um, anyway, uh, I'm all looking into the window right now, hoping she can't hear me. Um, yeah. It, it, all she knows how to do is um, use the filters. <laughs> And that's not what I use it for. I hardly even use the filters. Exactly. I don't know. It's more of, I use it more to text than I do, like, on iMessages or anything. I even, you know what, during this whole quarantine thing, I have, I think, three of my teachers. I have a class group message for my whole entire class that my teacher has set up. Yeah. And that is how she contacts us. That's how she lets us know our assignments. Yeah. Um, today I had an exam, but they have to open the exam for us. So when I send the request, she has a Snapchat her to open it. Like, wow. it's become more wow. of a communication thing for me than just for fun. Which yeah. It's so fascinating because, okay, explain what it's, like, what do you do when you start, you just send a text? Well, there's, there's text and then there's pictures. You can either send a picture so, and type with it. Yeah. Okay, so text. you take a picture of, like, your eyeball? Yeah. Yeah. Or you take a picture okay, of your true. toe, <laughs> no, yeah. and you put a text over. It's just something random, but the the interesting part about it. But then you can also post. There's just so many aspects to yeah. it. It's fine. Yeah, but I you're don't know. still establishing context, mm -hmm. and you're still communicating something mm -hmm. other than that typology, like that mm -hmm. the shape of those lines that create letters and words. You're yeah. actually taking pictures, and you're establishing mood and color and all these other forms of communication over your snap. Mm -hmm. Because it, that's what's, it just kind of blows my mind, you know, it's but, like... You know what I love about it the most, though, is that me and some of my friends, like, when we're texting, even me and um, Tiana here, <laughs> when we're just feeling really lazy and we don't want to type out when we're talking about, we can just send each other videos on Snapchat, yeah. and they go away. Idios? Videos. Oh, videos. I think video. I was like, what? No. And they go away, <laughs> so it's not like on iMessage where it takes five years to send a yeah. video, and then you have to, like... Well, yeah. up all that story. I just want to let you know, too, like, it goes away for you. Uh, exactly. But yeah. know this, that there's the technology to extract anything that was sent. That's true. Mm -hmm. And I say this because it's like there's a huge, you know, misclaimer that you can't receive, you can't retrieve it. You can't. Yeah. You can retrieve those that well, it went away. And so yeah, that's I'm the danger like, it is because people are like, I shouldn't have sent that. Yeah, no, you shouldn't have. No, but I'm saying like if I'm we're just talking about our day or something. Yeah, or like you have a story of something. Yeah, you don't have to worry about like... You know, my dad just sent that snap, and now the public is going to see it. It just went to that one person. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. on Instagram, it's like, if I post something, it's like, you know, I have to go through a whole family process to take it down because they don't want their face on it. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, no, but it just disappears. <laughs> I like that, too, because, you know, a new thing that is on Snapchat, or I don't know if it's even that new, but it'll be, like, your memories. So it can do, like, one year ago for memories, two years ago for memories, yeah. and it'll pop up and it'll show you from however many years ago that picture was taken or that video was taken. Yeah. I got one the other day from when I first got Snapchat. I think I was probably in fifth grade, and it was, like, so how many years ago was fifth grade? Oh, man, I can't do math right now. Five yeah. years ago? Mm-hmm. And it's all um, five years ago for memories. And it's like a picture of me, like, taking a picture. I'm holding my phone, like, almost above my forehead. And I'm smiling up at my camera with yeah. this, like, dog filter on. And it was just like, I looked at it, and my stomach just shriveled, like, oh, did I take that picture? And I was, like, so happy that it disappeared, and I was the only one seeing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it goes away after 24 hours. Pretty nice. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Or how about when I, like, reopened my TikTok? And then there's a TikTok of oh, my daughter and I doing a TikTok from like four years ago, and it became an issue. <laughs> and my daughter was like, "Take it down." Um, and I was like, "No." <laughs> anyway, we don't need to go there. Um, funny story. Yeah, it is. It is a funny story, isn't it? Hmm. Um, I think another interesting thing. Uh, I can't remember what the statistic is. I want to say it's like the average teenager um, sends out 3,863 texts a month or something like that. A month? Now, that's not including the snaps. Like, that, I don't think. I don't know. I'm curious if that includes that. But it's something like a little less than 4,000 texts a month. Like, mm-hmm. do the math. <laughs> You're always engaged. You're always texting. You're always snapping. You're like back in the day when you weren't allowed to have cell phones at school. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not even like it's a for fun thing anymore. It actually is like if you don't have a phone in this generation, it's inconvenient. Like Mm -hmm. in one of I have group chats with some of my classes. Like I was saying, that's how we're getting our work. How are these students without a laptop at home? Sure, they have a school Chromebook, but. Yeah. Those things are awful. I don't use them, honestly. Mine, at least mine is, honestly. Mine's just so slow. I use my mom's laptop Chromebook. for all my work. Yeah. yeah. And so, what about those kids who don't have a phone and aren't in these group messages? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think... Yeah. There are a few. There are. Mm-hmm. It's just inconvenient at this point. Well, I think so part of that... You use so much more. Yeah, you use it for so much more. I mean, and I think part of that, too, is like, like we're in rural America, so... Our, so Wi-Fi, Internet, is an issue Everywhere. up here. Whereas in the city, it's not really an issue. You can have access yeah. to it. It's faster. It's, you know, so in rural America, like, access to technology, computer, like, you know, um, the, you know, the marginalized, like, that you may not have that access. It's a little less unreliable. So, yeah, and it's more inconsistent. I mean, like, we still have a landline. Sorry. The funny thing is we have a landline, and we've, we've lost our phone for the last six days. We don't know where it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But we need a landline so we can have internet. Yeah. We no. can't cancel our landline. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's such an interesting dynamic of like, whereas other people, you know, in the city just have their cell phones and unlimited access mm-hmm. and internet, right? So anyway, yeah. it's kind of, a, it is a different context for us in a lot of ways. So yeah. I think they're trying to catch us up. So, but anyway, um, so you prefer your, what, okay. What are your thoughts? Facebook. Facebook, okay. I feel like that's the old people. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just like. The parents? No, I don't want to do it. No, go ahead. Talk back. All you want. Like, mom. Yeah, this is this is a podcast about youth, young people. I have it because I want to like see what my family's doing. You know. Oh, you have Facebook. Yeah, I do have Facebook. I I don't ever post anything. I don't know how to use it, but I have it. I've had it for like two years. So you're a Facebook creeper, essentially. Yeah, a creeper. (laughs) I guess. I guess. So you just like troll on Facebook and like I'm just teasing you. No, yeah. But you know how to use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, okay. you know what's funny is I have Jess is, um, my my daughter, um, oh. she, <laughs> she has Facebook, but she's like I don't know how to use it. Okay, you know what? <laughs> it was my birthday a couple weeks ago. Okay, and I just the other day went on. I saw on my phone. I don't know if anybody else is OCD and crazy like me, where they can't have any notifications in the corner of their apps. 
I don't know why it bothers me so much, no, but I was I noticed on Facebook I had like 12 notifications and I was like, how do I I don't know where these notifications are come from. I can't figure out where they're coming from because but I have to get rid of them. Yeah. So I'm yeah. searching through my Facebook. You just click on notifications. Trying to figure it out. And it'll take you to the notifications. Okay, but I just... And then it disappears after that. Okay, so you know what's funny? <laughs> I love it. I'm but teaching you I, something right and now. And then I finally found them. And I had all these face birthday posts from my birthday like four weeks ago. And I was like, oh, thanks, Grandma. Sorry, I'm just now seeing this five weeks later. I don't know how to use Facebook. <laughs> yeah. like, like, oh, my gosh. You find yourself like, on a social media app and you're teaching your parents how to use it. Yeah. But I then on Facebook, Facebook you personally. ask your parents, like, how do you use it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the other it way is, around. It's yeah. like opposite. Yeah, it's really yeah. funny. I, I don't... I I have a hard time with Facebook. I don't like Facebook either. So. Yeah. Well, you know what's an, another funny thing is I was trying to like friend someone on Facebook and I was trying to search their name to like find their Facebook. Um, and as I was searching their name, instead of finding them and clicking on it, I posted a literal text of oh, yeah, yeah. their name. It was the most embarrassing thing so I've you, ever done. You, you did it in the search, you did it in the post box. And no, you post I didn't. It. That's so good. <laughs> I still don't understand yeah, what happened. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get this <laughs> And mom texted me, and I'm at school, and I was trying to, it was the day I downloaded Facebook, and I was trying to, like, find these, I was trying to friend all these people. Luckily, it was one of my friends, so they understood it. They thought it was funny, but I was just trying to find them, but I literally just posted their name. So, Facebook isn't that intuitive. It's kind of archaic. I don't get it. I still don't get it. Yeah. I still don't get it. So funny, dude. <laughs> Thank so, you. Thank you for sharing that, Kaylee. Because yeah. the funny thing is, you're not alone. You said her name yeah. again. Gosh, dang it. You're gonna have yeah. so much fun editing later. No, I, well, she doesn't care if I. I don't care. Okay. Uh, you having you guys use anonymous names is kind of for fun. It's yeah. Not really, you know yeah. What I mean? yeah. Um, which is interesting because the only person that I've had on here, um, that enjoyed Facebook. Hunter. Was Hunter. We <laughs> went by the name Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> it was just hilarious because he has a very different perspective um, than most youth, which is fine. Yeah. I just, it was such a fun conversation. Such a Hunter, cool dude. Hunter is an old soul. Love the guy. Though. Yeah, he I is. I feel like he's just a, okay, not only is he an old soul, but he's an old person. Like, he's the only <laughs> old person. He's 18. Okay, he's 18, but he's an old person, okay? Yeah. Not in age, in, in um, spirit. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. But I, I, it was just it was a great conversation. It's very um very wise and insightful, you know what I mean? And so it was just funny that he's like, Yeah, I have a Facebook, I like it, you know, but at the same time there's kind of this uh, still kind of this bit of resistance, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it's interesting because like Facebook is still kinda of used up in Mariposa, um, but is uh young people are kind of flocking away from that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. okay, we can move on. So uh, another question along similar lines: um, If you were to impart your wisdom into uh, the younger generation, the generation alpha, which is about eight years and younger, um, what would that be? Mm. If you were to prepare them for adolescence, mm. for for teenage youth culture, what would that be? About what? Like you what? What speak kind up. I don't of? Think we can hear you. <laughs> What yeah. what kind of like um, advice though? I don't. Yeah. You tell me. Um, to prep like them. like high school or like sure. life. <laughs> yes. Um. Um. I have no idea. I know. It's. Don't, don't be so excited for high well, school. It's not all that it's made out to be in the movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean. Yeah, it's nothing like a movie. No, it's not. That's good advice. Like, or maybe, oh, here's one, okay. I always thought, like, oh, I wanted to grow up so quick, right? Sure. Mm. But now that I'm, like, almost there, it's freaking me out. I agree with that. Like, I, I always need... thought that it would be so cool to be driving and, like, to be yeah. doing all these things, but now it's just putting so much more responsibility. But then you don't think about everything that comes with it, like insurance, gas money, all that kind of stuff, you need to get a job, like, all that comes along with it. Yeah. Which you never really thought about as a kid. Mm-hmm. You just thought about, oh, independence. Yeah. yeah, you know. Don't know. We just jinxed. You're 16. <laughs> huh? yeah. Okay, that's, that's so close. Really. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think what we, I think I, I think that's really good advice for young people, younger mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Is don't be in a hurry to grow up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because life has the pressure to do that. But you're kind of what you're already talking I'm about kinda... getting a job and getting an apartment, moving out. Well, yeah, we talked about it a lot, okay. don't we? I think we were. We, well, I think part of all good. It's all processing, right? Like, yeah. when does it happen? Like, if if I know if my daughter 
were to go, were to show up, like, hey, Dad, I'm, I got an apartment and a full-time job. I'm moving out. I'd be like, uh, no. Yeah. We're not even 18 yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, that's all really good intentions, but the timing is all wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For so, sure. Well, like if... For, what are we in a hurry for? I don't know. Jake, oh my God, well, we keep doing it. We do it all the time. It's weird. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. Oh. It's just... Why is it so scary? Yeah. I guess it doesn't have to be, but it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... Well, I've had... I mean, you want to. But, but which is... I mean, isn't that life, though? Like, it's not black and white. Like, you, part of what makes life and the human experience so great is tension. Mm-hmm. Tension, Ugh. you know, gives you a scale, right? It gives you, you know what I mean? It's like you can't have, you, you need the positive and the negative, right? The down times yeah. know, help you understand when the good times yeah. are, right? So, and that's just reality. That's just part of life and, and experiencing that. So it's interesting that you guys feel a lot of pressure, but yet Even you're also saying that coming. it's not directly coming from your parents or adults. Yeah. So, but you acknowledge that, you know what I mean? And you're saying, it's interesting because you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm 16. Uh-huh. I'm going to graduate early because I want to. I'm over high school. Yeah. And by the way, don't grow up too fast, kids. Yeah. Like, do you understand the tension that you're... You're which, right. There's nothing That's wrong with you. Yeah, because I'm basically <laughs> yeah. doing yeah. it. But I'm not growing up because I'm not moving out yet. Like, <laughs> is, sorry, sorry, the dogs are barking. <laughs> I don't even know if they can hear it. Oh. My plan okay. is to go to nail school and to get certified and actually start doing that and then save up some money to be able to move yeah to a new state like I, that's my plan cool but I, I think don't about know that if it's gonna work out like yeah. well I've been working part-time know. jobs throughout since I was 14 actually I got my first job I did an internship when I was 14 you have and awful parents <laughs> no I was all on my own self I got my work permit and I I had a part-time internship when I was 14 years old, so I would work there after school, after practice in sports, and then um, I started working for a catering company part-time as well, doing events here and there, and then doing my own stuff with my art and henna and doing things like that in designing, and now I'm working part-time for a restaurant, and I keep thinking, like, wow, I work all these jobs, like, you think I would have so much by now, and oh my gosh, I do not. <laughs> you have most toys then. Um, than, I have spending than your issues. siblings. I have Me spending too. issues. <laughs> so Me how too. am I going to get there if I keep acting like this? Well, anyway, we can unpack that a little bit more because some of your spending you're very methodical about to the point where you stress out about. What does methodical mean? Like you're just like, you're a lot of thought goes into it and I you're do. very intentional and strategic about it. Yeah. Um, and I think we can get, anyway, but it's interesting because some of those purchases are actually what allow you to grow in your creative space as a, in art. That's true. That's very true. Because Which is I, I kind mean, of the direction you want to head. Some of the things I do with designing is I buy those things that require me. Yeah. Make creating those, you know? Which I'm, is funny I'm that putting you're buying it because your parents won't buy it for you because they don't got the money to buy it for you. <laughs> yeah, I pay for my own phone bill and stuff like that. What? Dude, your parents suck. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been paying for your own phone bill? Um... When I bought my own phone, um, how old was I when I bought my own phone? Well, I think I bought my own phone when I was like 13. Sorry, I've said that like 20 times. I'm just now realizing. But um, But to activate it. But then I activated it like last year, so now I pay for my service as well as the phone itself. Gotcha. So. Interesting. That sounds like that's a family rule. Hmm. Sounds like. <laughs> Can uh, I just, can I just... Yeah, of course, okay, yeah, like, most okay, people... Okay, dad, okay, dad. That's so funny, dude. This is like this tension. People are like, I can't pick it up on this tension between father and daughter. Up until this point, like, people are probably so like, what? Like, Anybody what who doesn't happening? know who we are, just yeah. like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway, dad. Um, yeah, I mean, it's funny because you can have a cell phone in our family. You, you can get a cell phone because usually we just hand it down. Um, but to have it activated, you have to pay $40 a month in our family. So. Which I understand is fair, I guess. 
but yeah. Anyways, we kind of um, got, off the, got off the topic there for a second. Which is funny because you resisted that for oh so long gosh. because you were freaked out because you you didn't need it. Everywhere you go, you had Wi-Fi. That's true. You would still text us. You would still communicate with us. You, it's like you had a cell phone. Well, but you were like, and then at some point you're like, okay. Well, now I went, school, found uh, out that it wasn't a teacher signed it on the Wi-Fi and they booted me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious because, you know, another student just found the Wi-Fi at some yeah. point. Like, they keep changing the password. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. The people might be getting bored. We've been going on. Wow, this is a long interview. Kill. Well, K-E-K-K-K, um, what I was going to say. Kiana. Yeah. Kiana. Kiana. Um, well, anything else you want to say? Mm, I don't think so. Well, I'm hoping that this recorded, that I can download this, because it uh, looks like it. I've been having technical difficulties on my laptop, and I'm really freaked out. And if this doesn't record or download, I'm going to cry, because this has been such a fun dialogue with you ladies. So. Yeah. Um, anyway, so if you see me crying later... It's because you know why. it didn't record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I suck at technology. Especially with the sound. The whole audio thing is brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, well I think that wraps it up. Uh, usually we have a good wrap up. Um, one last thing you guys want to say? Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Sorry if at any point... Your advice though? I, just, I do want to tell you that your annoying. advice was the same advice as my previous interviewer. His advice was, Hunter. don't grow up so fast. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Look at him. He has his own house. He's 18. I know. Whatever. That is kind of insane that he has yeah. a full-time job. And his own house, and he's 18 years old. And he's old. graduating in right COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And he says, I don't care if I ever go to my graduation. I'm going to mm-hmm. go get a full-time job and a house. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, don't grow up so fast. Yeah. So even people, doing it. grow up. <laughs> even though we're all doing it, let's see. I know. Grow up in the right areas, but don't grow up too fast. Yeah. In the wrong yeah. areas, or something. On that note. Along those lines. Thank you for listening to the Wisecast. Peace. Bye. Deuces. <laughs>